Welcome to KingCast with Barry, Colton, and Dan. We pray that this podcast would encourage, strengthen, and grow you in supernatural ways this year. Please like and share and send this to your friends. If you have any questions, check us out at myking.ca or on Facebook at myking. Hey everybody, welcome to KingCast. Yay, we're here for another another podcast, I guess. KingCast podcast. We're Talk here together cast. anyway. <laughs> Talk about the Bible. Talk about the good news, and that's something that we want to talk about today. Um, but it's found our, our, where I got it from was Luke chapter two, verse ten, eleven. Since uh, you know Christmas has just been over, been thinking about these things. And uh, Luke chapter two, verse ten, eleven, the angel said, "Behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be to all people." Mm-hmm. That means everybody, mm-hmm. you know, not just the Jewish people, and not just the good people, and not just the Christian people, and not just the American people, but mm-hmm. to all the people on the earth. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be to all people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we think, well, that good news is the Bible, because mm-hmm. people call the Bible the good news, gospel means good news, mm-hmm. uh, but really the good news is a person by the name of Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The good news is him being born on the earth and coming to redeem mankind. That's the good news. And so we want to talk a little bit about good news, what it's meant to each of us a bit, and uh, uh, what, it, uh, what it really means to have the good news on the earth, or available anyway, not yeah. everybody seems to want to grab a hold of the good news or grab a hold of Jesus. Uh, But he's there and he's always available and he's always knocking and he's always willing to come to people's lives. And so that's what we want to chat about today. Yeah. I think of another passage that we often read around Christmas and it's a throwback to Isaiah 61, which Luke writes about a a little bit later in that book. But um, so he's talking to... His people. He's a prophet for the nation of Israel, and he's saying, This thing is going to come to set us free from captivity. From I think they're in Babylon at the time. And so, all these things were like a real life, real scenario where they were in slavery to another nation. But I think it also, this is the beauty of the Bible, it talks about a real life scenario, but it prophesies of a day that yeah. is yet to come. And he's talking about Jesus and he's talking about not just physical slavery, but also that spiritual, that emotional and mental captivity that we find ourselves in right now in, you know, Silver Lake in 2021. So Isaiah 61 reads like this. Um, The spirit of God, the master is on me because God anointed me. He sent me to preach good news to the poor to heal the heartbroken, to announce freedom to all captives, to pardon all prisoners. God sent me to announce the year of his grace, a celebration of God's destruction of our enemies and to comfort all who mourn, to care for the needs of all who mourn in Zion, to give them a bouquet of roses instead of ashes, messages of joy instead of news of doom a praising heart instead of a languid spirit. Then it goes on. There's some really good stuff in the rest of the chapter, but man, there's some things that pop out at me that, Mm -hmm. that, that is the good Good news. news, The message that Jesus brought, that Jesus embodied, um, 
you know, healing the heartbroken. Another one that stands out to me is the message of joy instead of news of doom. And if you open Facebook or if you hop on CBC (laughs) or CNN or Fox News, there's a lot of news of doom, whether it's across the world or right here in our own backyard. There's a lot of stuff out there that honestly fires me up sometimes or puts me in a spirit of kind of depression and frustration and anxiety. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and all of that has really taken away from the good news. It's mm-hmm. taken away from what Jesus can actually do in our lives and how he can take us through these things. It seems like the more we listen to all the fear and the, you know, the, the uncertainty about the future, it seems like the Bible's in a lot of people's lives is having less and less impact. Yeah. It's almost like, the media and the politicians and the doctors and the scientists are having more of an impact in people's lives than actually what is supposed to have the impact, and that's the good news of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, when this was written in Isaiah, they were excited about it. Luke, they were excited about it. And Jesus mm-hmm. said, that's why I came. And today, we can really see the necessity of having this good news or having Jesus uh, bring this good news to us and what he can do for us in our lives. I get frustrated. <laughs> And then all of a sudden it's like, God's like, yeah, but you're my kid. Yeah. Uh, don't forget that. And I'm like, oh yeah, thank mm-hmm. you, Lord. Yeah. Right. And sometimes I think we can let that slip and it's almost like it's stealing the power of the gospel, the yeah. power of what Jesus came to do yeah. for us. It actually, it, it steals a lot more than that. Like they, uh, it says in the scripture, they should know we are Christians by our love. They should be mm-hmm. able to see it on us. They should, um, they should see the hope we have, the peace we have, the yeah. joy we have. Yeah. And I always put it this way. If you have two dogs in a dog fight, but you only feed one of those dogs, which dog is going to win the fight? Yeah. And so we often do that. We think, oh, why is I'm, I'm so depressed? I'm so anxious. I'm so nervous. I'm so worried. I'm so scared. And it's we. And then if you actually pause and think, you go, well, well I spent a good three hours today scrolling <laughs> through yeah. all this covid and world stuff i'm feeding that dog so of course that's the dog that's winning the fight yeah um i think it's interesting too and i love that verse that dan shared in isaiah came to release the captive he came to set prisoners free and i always just saw that as blind people see going to jail (laughs) going to a jail to release prisoners um and, and that is part of it. He did do some of that. Um, but it, it, he was encompassing just life in general. Yeah. Exactly. Spiritually blind people yeah. wandering around. Physically blind people. Physically <laughs> blind people. <laughs> captives. And, and, and I find this encouraging because in my life, um, I feel like I've been both. I've been a captive and a prisoner. And what I mean by that is there are things in my life that I don't think... Um, happened because of anything I did. Just the way life is, situations happen, and maybe you've experienced this. Someone hurt you, or they, you trusted them, and then all of a sudden your your heart's broken, and and you feel stuck in this thing. Um, in a sense, you're a captive. You were led into that area, and Jesus came to set you free. And then there's other areas in my life where I outright did things mm-hmm. to deserve to be in prison <laughs> and not physically in prison, but this spiritual prison of I chose the wrong things to do. do. 
But again, it's good news because he came to set me free from those things. So it seems like the good news is for everybody in whatever situation you might be in. And it's not the same for everybody. We try and say, you know, uh, give your life to Jesus or turn to Jesus because this and this will happen. And they're thinking, well, I don't really want that right now. I need that right now. I've got a problem with my spouse or or, or something along those lines. But the good news just covers so, so much yeah. yeah scarred people is just big nowadays when you follow the social media thing and hear people are just sad yeah and you know what the only way out of sadness is through jesus christ yeah Amen. you know there's so many things that people go through that there is only one answer and that is jesus yeah there is no other answer yeah. you can try all the different things in the world but you're going to find out but it's going to come back to you just trusting Jesus, which is trusting God and saying, God, you take control of my life and change some things. Yeah. And those are some of those personal things that that good news has helped me with. And I know, Dad, you were talking about uh, good news helping you in, this, in some of those areas also, too, just from yeah. your past. Yeah, so I was in Saskatoon, and I've shared a lot of this before on the podcast, but I had everything that I thought would make me happy. Um, I had a little wiener dog, <laughs> I had a brand new jacuzzi, I had a Harley, and I had a good paying job, uh, driving truck for Pepsi, delivering sugar water, <laughs> making really good money for a really young kid, I was 22, and um, I, I literally had the bill of goods, the, the sale of the bill of goods for all this stuff that the world says, this will make you happy, yeah. and it was the most depressed, anxious, and addicted I'd ever been in my short life at that time. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought I had the things, but I was actually lacking purpose. I was lacking hope. I was lacking peace. Yeah. And I remember really? sitting on my couch in October 2008 saying, God, I actually, I'm having so much fun. I don't even want to leave this life, but I know I have to. Like, I will end up dead. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm depressed, I've got some bad thoughts rolling around in my head. So if you're still out there, and you still have enough grace and forgiveness for me, I am choosing to repent of my way of thinking, living, acting, yeah. and I want to submit my life back to your service. And if you have enough power to save me, which is kind of a dumb question looking back on it, but if you're real, I just, I'll give you everything, and I'll live for you. And so 2009, like that was my turning point, January 1st. And now, how many years is that later? 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. That yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I can... No turning back. Things haven't got 100% better. I have struggles. I have discord at times. I've got, you know, but overall, yeah. I have purpose. I have hope and I have peace. Yeah. The things that I didn't have before Christ. Yeah. There's something about giving your life to Jesus that kind of fills that void or that's that thing that was missing. Mm-hmm. Like you say, not everything is goes back to being, not everything is perfect all of a sudden mm-hmm. because you gave your life to Jesus. You still struggle with things. You still look in the mirror. You still look the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're, you know, if you, if you had a weight problem, you still have that weight problem. Yeah. If you have any kind of a, you know, physical thing, a lot of emotional things stick with you, but it's like, thank you, Lord. I've, I've taken care of this one thing that was deep on the inside of me, this void, this emptiness, this yeah. necessity to, people don't realize it, but it's just God calling you back to Him because He created you. Mm-hmm. And once you have that relationship, then all of a sudden these other things 
even though you're still going through them, they're just that much easier to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with COVID and everything going on, I think people just need to come back to Christ and come back to God and say, you know, give their lives wholly to those things. And all of a yeah. sudden, they're not going to see yeah. what's happening as much out there. I mean, it's real, yeah. you know, but they're not going to see uh, it in their own lives so much anymore. They're going to mm-hmm. be able to... Yeah, I think for myself, it was sort of the same thing. Um I, I felt great where I was at too. I had all those things, um, but when I when I when the Lord finally got a hold of my heart, and, and I and I say this uh, gently because I don't want to give the sales pitch of when you give your life to Jesus, everything's better. Yeah, like we just talked about that. Um, but for me, um, God's goodness, I, I recognized it because everything did change. Where before I knew Christ, it seemed like my vehicle broke down every second week. I was always running low on money. I was always in conflict with someone. Um, I was always trying to find a new job or something like that. And it um, and it seemed like when the Lord came in, He fixed all of those problems. And there was peace. And there was joy. And there was like, I could finally take a breath. Um, and And so... It's not like he's a genie and he just like solved all those and I never experienced them again. But um, I think it goes with what Psalm 46 says, where it says, he is our refuge and strength in time of needs. And so often when we think of God's goodness, I think we think of it on an outward uh, physical way where um, God just, God's goodness is God doing good things. Mm. And it's like, that is part of it. He does do good things. But even more so, the goodness, like, and you said this at the start, was a person. Yeah. yeah. God is good. Good, yeah. God is good. And so we hear stories like, you know, um, there's tons of stories of the World Trade Center. And there's a story of this lady who was supposed to be on that plane and she went out to get in the car to get to the airport. Her tire was flat. She had to fix that. She ended up being late, not getting on the plane. There's stories of people that were supposed to be in the World Trade Center and they just weren't that day for some reason. And so we go, wow. Those people go, wow, God is good. And they say that uh, in a lot of these interviews. God is good and he, and he delivered me from that thing. But then in the same breath, there's a bunch of people that late. died. And, there, and, and there's tragedy. And so again, it's not God is good just outwardly, God is good. good. And in his goodness, in, he comes close to us in the storms, in yeah. the trauma. And that's what I was experiencing as a new believer. My car still broke down. There was still money issues. There was still <laughs> conflict. But God came close to me in those things. Yeah. And there was peace. And there, there, he gave you a... A new way to see those things mm-hmm. and to appreciate some things. Um, so yeah, it isn't just in the pleasant things that God is good. It's not dependent on the outcome or emotions. Uh, he is good because he doesn't change. He doesn't falter. He doesn't quit. He doesn't leave. Yeah, he's the same yesterday, today, today and forever. forever. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the greatest promises is uh, Hebrews 10, I believe. It says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And there was a lady who actually gave her life to the Lord at uh, one of our house churches oh, a year and a half ago now. And I just said to her, like, 
Sometimes we have this expectation that our world is going to be perfect now because we're living with Jesus. And I just said to her, in, in my mind, it's more like this. How long did it take you to get into this pit that you found yourself in and you want to get out of? She goes, well, gradually, just like one bad decision here and another one. And now I'm at the bottom of this pit. And I said, your decision doesn't automatically just catapult you back to out of the, the pit. But here's what the Bible, the gospel is. Jesus enters into that place with you, mm. takes you by the hand and, and gradually walks out with you with repentance and forgiveness and truth and understanding. And I, to me, that was just a really powerful thing. And I was reminded to share it with somebody who needs to hear that today. Yeah. If you're uncertain of God's goodness because you still have trouble, that's actually sort of irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> the, the good news is that he's there with you. Yeah. So who, who are you running to? And we would compel you. We would invite you to reach out firstly to him. Yeah. Psalm 4610 was also on my heart, Colton, a little bit later in that passage. It says simply be still. Yeah. Shut off the TV. Shut down your Facebook. Yeah. And know that I am God. Yeah. In the Passion, it says, surrender your anxiety, be silent and stop your striving, and you will see that I am God. I am the God above all nations, and I will be exalted throughout the whole earth. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, reach out to God, and then and I would say reach out to other Christians who have that same hope, that same peace, that same worldview. So, yeah, know that you will get out, but it actually does take some work on your part and the Lord's grace to be with you in it. Yeah, that's that trust. And I just heard this the other day, you know, repentance, sometimes we give it, we, we see it as a negative thing. Oh, I have mm. to tell God everything yeah. I did wrong and everything and remember it all. All the really right, bad things. Really bad things. <laughs> uh, but repentance just means to change my mind. Mm -hmm. And I think if people can see that repentance is a good thing, and, you know, you might be thinking, oh, you guys are talking to the unbelievers. No, we're also talking to the believers yeah. because we've let things slip. And so many times Jesus is so far away from us and the Word has been so far away from us in the last months and even a couple of years now with all this going on. Uh, whatever's going to happen is going to happen in the future and we're going to pray the way we pray for better times and better things and change. Um, but if it takes a little bit of time, just remember mm -hmm. the good news is there to be with you through it all. Mm -hmm. And his name is Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Amen. What I've been thinking lately, kind of, I think I want to encapsulate this as the, my verse for the year, uh, Romans 10, where it talks about how will we call on the name of the Lord unless they believe? And how can they believe unless somebody preaches to them? How can they preach unless they are sent? As it's written also in Isaiah 52, beautiful are the feet of those who bring the gospel, the good news, those who preach and proclaim Jesus. And as we're talking about it, me and Colton this week, it's actually, in my mind, very similar to Matthew 28, the Great Commission, and Mark 16. Go, preach, baptize. Yeah. So we have to go, we have to preach, so that they can believe, repent, and be baptized. And it's all, it all is just proclaiming the goodness of Jesus, the man, his actions, his attitudes, and what he has bought for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And it's it's like Ephesians 6, the armor. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't connect the armor to what you're talking about, but the armor's for every believer. Mm. Right? From, uh, you know, in you know the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness. But what is on the feet? The sent ones. Yeah. yeah. Gospel of peace. Mm-hmm. It says uh, that the... Um, the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation, that means you're prepared yeah. of the gospel of the good news of peace. That's yeah. what gospel means. Yeah. So your feet are always shod, prepared with the yeah. good news of peace. Mm-hmm. Man, so imagine if you're part of it. Imagine if you're fighting but you couldn't move your feet. Oh. <laughs> How terrible would that be? <laughs> Whether it's boxing or judo or actually like military combat. Yeah. Man, if we don't have the readiness yep. to move our feet, to react, and to to attack, we're we're pretty much done. And a lot of times, people think, well, the sand ones are the fivefold ones, or the you know the apostle, prophet, evangelist, yeah. pastor, or teacher. Um, yeah, and they're sent. Sometimes they have special anointing or a different mm-hmm. type of ministry, but really, uh, everybody is sent because yeah. mm-hmm. this is what Ephesians six is mm-hmm. talking about. This is what you were talking about. Yeah. 10? Yeah, that's what you're yeah. talking about in Romans 10. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll finish with this verse. Yeah. It was Jeremiah 17, verses 5 um, and down. Um, and then maybe Dan can just close in prayer. Um, this is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like sh- stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. Uh, they will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Amen. Um, Barry, I, I just feel like I'm actually just supposed to share the three circles and then we'll get you to okay. play after if that's cool. Um, so we'll maybe do it in a different way, but this is just like, this is the simplicity of the message that I think Jesus came to bring. The world is messed up, you guys. <laughs> it's broken and we think we can try to fix it ourselves, mm-hmm. but we actually can't. We can't make enough money to fix it. We can't be good enough husbands, fathers, leaders to fix it. Um, We can't do enough drugs to fix it. We can't numb our pain. That'll never, ever work. And God didn't make it that way. He made the world perfect. And he desires relationship with, with us and his creation. And so he sent his son because he loved us so much to live, to teach, He actually died and rose again for the forgiveness of our sins, for the payment of our wrong way of doing, thinking, and living life. And the Bible simply says, also in Romans, if you repent and believe in him, you will be saved. So once you do that, you come back into right relationship with God, your father, your creator. He adopts you as sons and daughters. And he actually gives you a ministry of reconciliation to also go out into your neighborhoods, into your grocery stores, into your community and preach this good news. So where are you at today? How are you feeling? Do you have peace? Do you have joy? Do you have um, peace with God? Um, And if not, reach out to us, find a pastor, find a Christian friend, 
Um, it's a simple prayer. It costs you nothing, but in the same time, it'll cost your life everything. It'll change everything. Um, you'll think more like God. You'll understand his truths. And it's the best transaction that one can ever make. Mm-hmm. Amen. Pray from the heart. So yeah. just thank you, Father, so much for Jesus. Yeah. I want to thank you, Father, for that perfect plan that you sent. That perfect plan of Jesus. And we just want to thank you, Jesus, for just being available to everyone. Thank you for just being there for us, Father. Whether we want you or we reject you, you're always there. You're just standing by. You're just Mm -hmm. wanting to be part of our life and just to be part of what we're doing. And, Father, we just want to pray for each person that's listening today, Father. Whether they are prodigal, they knew you at one time and they've backslid. Or whether they're a believer today who's kind of forgot about the good news. It's kind of forgot about what you can do in their lives. Or if there's someone out there that has never given their life to Jesus, we just want to pray, Father, right now that they would just take that step of faith, that they just be bold and invite you into their life. Father, that they would repent in the sense of they're just changing their mind and where this is going and where we're going and where the world is going is so uncertain. But with Jesus, we can be certain of some things. We can be certain uh, that you're going to take care of us and we can trust you and you can be part of our life. And we can just allow you to step in and do things, Father, that would be so supernatural that we would say, yes, we know Mm. that God's been around us. And Mm -hmm. so we just want to thank you, Father. And I just want to pray for each person again in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. KingCast is an outreach of My King Ministries, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.myking.ca and check out all the ministries from house church to teaching and books, past podcasts, and much more. Have a great day and don't forget to keep your heart on Him.